Hello, everybody. Welcome back into another edition of Prime Sports World. Coming to you on a Tuesday. You know what that means? We're going to be previewing uh, the next week's game, which happens to be the conference championship weekend as we preview the AFC and the NFC as we only have about three weeks of the National Football League remaining. And that is a sad thought. Uh, but yeah, today is going to be a double dose of Prime Sports World. Uh, we're going to start with those campers championship previews. And then we're going to do our Houston Texans offseason preview. Um, so keep an eye out for that content. That show will go live right after this one. Uh, I will be joined by the CEO of Prime Sports, Mr. Israel Rivera, on this one. But today, I'm your host, your host, uh, Mr. David on point. And I'm joined by from the Daily Blitz.blog, Mr. Christian Simpson. And uh, please like, share, and subscribe. And if you do miss us live, I will share the link to all of our streaming platforms. We can watch all of our content live uh, after it goes live. Uh, so, yeah, go ahead and check us out there. Christian, happy Tuesday, my friend. Happy Tuesday, man. How's it going? You know what? I, I'm having a, I'm having a little bit of a mini dilemma right now. Talk to so, me. Talk to me. I lo- So I lost the keys to my apartment. Somewhere oh, no. in my somewhere in my apartment. Oh wow, wow! And wow. I, 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 if anybody has any suggestions about where things might be, like I, I really, I have, no, I had not a clue. Like I can't find them anywhere. Uh, I actually had to leave my apartment unlocked the whole time I was at work today. Uh, luckily, I was able to go to my landlord's office and they gave me a key to borrow uh, for the until I find my set, but. I, I don't have an answer. Like, I, I had to have gotten in my apartment, right? So my keys have to be here somewhere in the apartment, but I can't for the life of me find them. I bet you it's in a place where you probably least expect it. Uh, dude, I, I have looked everywhere. And I was running super late from work this morning, and I'm like, man, I just got to go. Like, I'm, never, I'm not finding these keys right now. Right, I got, right. I got I to I I get to work, man. And so, yeah, I don't know I don't know where they are. If anybody in the comment section wants to help me out, like, where do you guys leave your keys? I usually leave them on the same table every single time. And, yeah, they just weren't there. And so, hashtag, I don't know. Hashtag, find on points, keys. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, we'll, we'll see how that ends up shaking out. I'll keep you guys posted uh, in the group chat. Uh, we will figure out where my keys are. I'll let you guys know when I find them. But that's not what this show's about. Let's talk about the National Football League. Let's first off, AFC Championship Preview. Uh, running it back from the game we got last year, a game that Cincinnati won uh, after they were getting trounced a little bit in the first half, but they came back big time in the second half and limited Patrick Mahomes. I think there's just a field goal in the second half, right? Yeah. Uh, in that game. Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati coming in here at 12 and four, um, you know, 26 points a game. They only allow 20 points. Uh, key players on the offensive side of the ball, Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, T Higgins, Hayden Hurst was big in that game against Buffalo. Uh, Alex Coppa, Tyler Boyd, Ted Caracas, and uh, Samaje P. Ryan. Uh, key players on the defensive side of the ball, Jesse Bates, Von, Bill, Von Bell, DJ Reader, Logan Wilson, and B.J. Hill. And Kansas City Chiefs, uh, you know the usual suspect here. They're 4-3. and three. Uh, There's a lot of questions about Patrick Mahomes. I am sure he will play. Uh, how effective he will be with that high ankle sprain is to be determined. Um, but I have no doubt that he will play in this football game. What do you, what do you think the chances are of him missing this game are? Christian? Oh, he, he ain't missing this. He said <laughs> it's going to take a lot more. Than, than anything to try and get him out of any game, yet alone a conference championship game, David. 
Yep, and they got the two-headed monster there, running back with Isaiah Pacheco, Jared McKinnon. Uh, the pass catchers are led, led by Travis Kelsey, uh, basically. And then the offensive line is out Orlando Bloom Jr., Andrew Wiley, Creed Humphrey, and Joe Tooney. Uh, defensive side of the ball, Chris Jones, Blake Clark, Brett McDuffie, Nick Bolton, and Justin Reed. Nick Bolton may be a top five linebacker of the NFL right now. He's oh, he definitely is. He's the man in the middle for that Kansas City defense. Plays with a ton of intensity, a lot of pop. He's their best run stopper. You know, he's not a pass rusher just yet, but I think that's going to come with a lot of time. But he plays sideline to sideline. And to be honest, they really don't need him to rush the passer. Be that spy, no, th- stay in the middle, play sideline to sideline, and just find your Man, he, his football. year two linebacking play has been really something really special. Like, if they gave a most improved player of the year award, like, I think he'd be in the running for it for sure. Oh, yeah, he'd have my vote. I mean, he. He's been a staple uh, of this Steve Spagnuolo defense all year long. Yeah, and I, I don't know why I did the AFC game first when actually the AFC game is the quote-unquote primetime game. Uh, but, yeah, let's, so I think Cincinnati, you know, they have Kansas City's number here a little bit. They've won three times in a row against them, uh, once in the playoffs and then in the regular season last year and then in the regular season this year. Um, they kind of have Kansas City's number. Though. They kind of understand what it takes to beat this football team. They do. And David, look, we're winding down, so you already know what's coming. <laughs> Come on, baby. Let's, Let's go. Shameless plug number, number one, one, baby. From the no. Daily Blitz.blog. There go check go. out that website. Him. Go subscribe that. If you haven't already checked out Christian Simpson's website, it is fire. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, but nah, you know why that is? Why Cincinnati always gives Kansas City a problem, David? They're sneaky physical. I don't think people realize that. If you didn't get a taste of that physicality last week against the Buffalo Bills, then I really don't know what to say to anyone. But when I look at Cincinnati, they can get home with just three guys. I said this yesterday on the show. They can rush the passer with three. They'll play with two spies, and they'll drop everybody back in coverage. And they win their one-on-ones on the outside. They get after Mahomes, and they actually double. Travis Kelsey like they make sure as soon as he catches the ball he's he's down right away right by contact but when I look at Kansas City how healthy is Patrick Mahomes we know how much his mobility and his ability to extend plays is a big part of what it is that he likes to do so if I'm a Cincinnati defender I'm testing that ankle out right away. I'm running blitzes. I'm running delayed blitzes. I'm, I'm throwing the house at him. I'm, I'm, I'm throwing I'm the house at him. I, I couldn't agree with you anymore. And the guy I'm watching for Cincinnati, I think he's the X Factor. I'm watching Mike Hilton. He's the slot corner, but it kind of plays like a safety. He was all over the field for Buff against the game in the game. You, you can you make the argument that he may have been their best defensive player in that game against Buffalo. Oh, he for was sure. literally for he was sure. literally everywhere. For sure. And he does this on the regular. I think that's the thing people don't realize. He pleased the I mean, slot he was, corner. Yeah. When he was there, when he was there uh, in, uh, mm-hmm. sorry. Um, when he was there, yes, uh, in, in Pittsburgh, he was really good for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And he goes, he goes to the division rival and he just tears it up there too. Yeah, he does. But, you know, he's the slot corner, but he's always finding himself around the football. I think that's the biggest key for for him. Like, wherever the ball is, you're going to see number 21. Now, when I look at Kansas City, they're going to have to adjust, just like they did against Jacksonville last week. And I think Isaiah Pacheco is going to be the X factor for the Kansas City Chiefs. Brings that added element of physicality and balance to this Kansas City offense. Takes some pressure off the passing game and further opens up 
the passing game more. I think this is going to be close. It comes down to the fourth quarter again, like all the other matchups have. I preview this one on Friday. Be on the lookout. Yeah, I think that's the big question, like, you know, when it comes to this matchup, because we know what these two teams are at full strength, but neither of them are coming into this at full strength. Uh, I mean, it's this point in the National Football League, nobody's really coming into games at full strength at this point in the season. Right. But especially Kansas City with the Pat Mahomes injury, uh, the high ankle sprain, that is usually an injury that takes several weeks if not a month to recover from. Um, and I know they're probably going to shoot him up with college or cortisone injections. He's going to have to fight his way through this game. Um, yeah, there's a 0% chance he misses this game. Um, this is for all, you know, you know, potentially, you know, for the AFC, you're not going to sit out this game. Um, but I think that hit that, that element of, we don't know what kind of he's going to look like. And I, if I'm Kansas, if I'm Cincinnati, yeah, I'm bringing the house. I'm, I'm blitzing him on like every possession. I'm, I'm going to blitz a ton of them. I'm going to see how mobile he can be, if he can move around in the pocket, because that's what makes Patrick Mahomes special. It's his ability to extend plays, manipulate the pocket, and move through his progressions and through his reads. That's what makes Patrick Mahomes really good. Like he's a really good pocket passer, but the thing that makes him special is his ability to go off, 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 off kilter, right? Exactly. Exactly. Um, because. Man, he he improvises when whenever the play breaks down. And look, I just told someone this the other day, and they said, looking back at it now, they kind of agree with me. I think I've told you this before too, David. But you know who Patrick Mahomes reminds me of a lot? Who? I see some Favre in him, kind of. You know that yeah. backyard type of play. But Mahomes is a lot better with the ball that that Favre was. I totally agree. I, I th- think Favre was an interesting, interesting comparison. That's for damn sure. Uh, but with that being said, um, I'm, my prediction is actually going to take the Cincinnati Bengals to win this game and go back to the Super Bowl and represent the AFC. I think the high ankle sprain from Patrick Mahomes is going to be too much to overcome for this offense. And this defense that the Kansas City Chiefs have is not the stoutest defense in the National Football League. I think Cincinnati will get points. They will score. Give me Cincinnati to go into Arrowhead um, and get this victory for you know, all those teams, all, you know, the, all the things that people wanted to write them off and thought they were going to lose to Buffalo. Uh, Cincinnati and Joe Burrow is for real. Yeah, Cincinnati, they're clicking right now at the right I mean, time. Won, they won 10, 10 games in a row, right? 10 or 9? Yeah, yeah, I think they've won so, 10. I think they've won 10. Yeah. But my key for Kansas City, they cannot blitz Joe Burrow because if they do, he will make you pay. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. Moving into the NFC, we have the battle of the one and the two seed. This time it's going to be at the Lincoln Financial Field. Got the San Francisco 49ers coming in at 13 and four, starting the best defense remaining, the best defense in the National Football League this week, this year. Uh, 16.3 points allowed. Uh, they score at 26.5. Uh, Brock. Purdy uh, is their quarterback now. He's been undefeated since he became the starting quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers, and he hasn't really been rattled or challenged um, really much at all. I, I know there were some moments in that game against um, the Dallas Cowboys, but he looked the part. Uh, obviously, his running back, Chris McCaffrey, Elijah Mitchell, uh, his pass catchers are weapons on the Alta Wazoo. George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, Juwan Jennings, and Debo Samuel. Trent Williams is probably the best tackle in the National Football League. He might be the best offensive lineman in the National Football League. Uh, key players in defense, Nick Posa will probably be DPOY, Fred Warner, Travis Ward, and Trey Greenlaw. 
And I saw a meme on the internet uh, earlier this week. Um, the San Francisco 49ers, they go from Navarro Bowman and Patrick Willis to Fred Warner and Trey Greenlaw. Like, that's a pretty good con- combination of linebackers there for San Francisco 49ers uh, that basically have within a five-year span, right? Oh, definitely. I mean, I think Fred Warner is the best middle linebacker in the National Football League. Um, yeah, he's, he's instinctive the way he plays. Just the intensity yeah. he plays with, how he's able to play from sideline to sideline, gets to the football, um, covers and play, covers a lot of ground at that. Yeah, I can't wait to see what else he does. The 49ers, they they hit jackpot with him, and I'm so glad they got him. It gave him that contract extension uh, a few 100%. seasons ago. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles, this game is in. Lincoln Financial, as I mentioned, uh, they're 14-3, and three, 28 points a game, uh, 20 points allowed. Uh, their key players on offense, Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, uh, at their running back position, uh, their pass catchers, they got A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, and Dallas Goddard. Uh, offensive line, Jason Kelsey, Lane Johnson, Landon Dickerson. Um, their defensive players, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Darius Slay, Brad- James Bradbury uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles as they come in here, as uh, they welcome in the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, let me take a look. When was the last time these two teams played each other? I'm pretty sure it was last season at some point, but I don't remember when. 2000, they played each other last year during the yeah. 2021 season. So, who do you remember who won that game? Let's San see Francisco. how let's see how good it's San Francisco. Yeah, let's take, let's take a look. Let's take a look. Let's take a look. You were right. Uh, in September 18, 2021, uh, in a low scoring grudge match, San Francisco 49ers edged out the Philadelphia Eagles 17 to 11 to uh emerge victorious in that game. That game was also at Lincoln Financial Field. So, yeah, yeah, it was. Um, all right, David, you know what's coming now. Oh. Shameless plug. plug. Number, number two. one, number two, yeah, number Sorry. one, number right. two. Right, Let's go. right, right, right. It's okay. It's okay. Nah, <laughs> man, but I had a feeling this is what it was going to come down to because I remember a couple months ago when everybody was sipping the Vikings Kool Aid, everybody saying this is the biggest threat to the Minnesota, to the Philadelphia Eagles and the NFC. I'm like, nah, watch for those boys that play at Levi Stadium. Watch out for the San Francisco 49ers. And I think this is Kyle Shanahan's finest coaching job up to date. I mean, you lose Trey Lance, okay? You're a genius for signing Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy keeps you afloat. Jimmy goes down. You bring in Brock Purdy, and you haven't missed a beat. And, I mean, Brock, they're coaching him to his strengths. I mean, they're not letting him take shots down the field. They're letting him use – those short to intermediate crossing routes over the middle of the field, and they're running the football. I mean, Christian McCaffrey looks like a whole new man since leaving yeah. um since since leaving Charlotte, since leaving Car- the Carolina Panthers. But this 49ers offense, they're sneaky good. Christian McCaffrey, let me all those weapons right there. Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, who I think is their best pure wide receiver, Jawan Jennings. And then you look at Debo Samuel as well. And I think because of Christian McCaffrey being there, you notice they're not using Debo like a running back anymore. Have you noticed that? They're using him inside. They're lining him up in the slot. But the guy I'm watching, who my X factor is for San Francisco, I'm watching Elijah Mitchell, the one guy you have right there next to Debo's name, because he kind of, he's cut from the DeMarco Murray cloth. Not the quick, he's a faster DeMarco Murray. You know, downhill guy, 
not going to really do anything cute to get past you. He's going to lower that shoulder. And the Eagles have had problems doing what? Stopping the run. So exploit that weakness early on and keep that Philly offense on the sideline. That when I look at the Eagles, best game of the year on Saturday. What they wanted, they got. Jalen Hurts showed why he's an MVP, but he really didn't have to do too much because the running game really won that game for them. They ran for 268 yards. Unbelievable. Winning that battle of the trenches up front. And, you know, I look at these weapons for the for the Philadelphia Eagles, Miles Sanders, A.J. Brown. You've heard what I said about A.J. Brown. Kind of reminds me of that Terrell Owens impact yep. in 2004. Yep. But Dallas got it. But the guy I'm watching, yeah. he's – uh, he, the guy, I'm Tennessee Titans, Tennessee Titans got to be kicking themselves. So, like, oh, definitely, uh, definitely. <laughs> the guy I'm watching, I'm watching Fletcher Cox, and I, I, I don't think people realize just how good this guy is. He's a very underrated defensive tackle. Um, can get after the passer. And name a time when you've seen any defensive tackle, current or former, play from sideline to sideline like he does. You can't six four. Even as he's getting up there in age, like he still has been a dominant force for this yeah. Eagles team. Like, yeah, like the, the reason they've been able to generate so much pressure up the middle is because of his play. After especially if they lost Jordan Davis, exactly, exactly. And Jordan Davis was having a huge impact for um True. for the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, the rookie came in and really left his mark. Um, I think the key matchup in this game, I'm watching that 40. There are two matchups, actually. I'm watching that 49ers defensive front against this Eagles offensive line. To me, that could determine the outcome of this game. But the second one, it might really interest you. Jalen Hurts versus Fred Warner. Fred's going to be that spy in the middle of the field. And San Fran's going to do all they can to keep him in the pocket. And I think the way the Eagles win this game, they got to take shots down the field. That's the only way because you're not going to be able to run the ball on this stout San Francisco defense. And San Fran can be had in the secondary uh, for the 40. I mean, outside, outside of Tredavious War, their, their secondary is nothing to sniff at. Like, nothing right. to really ride home about. Exactly, exactly. And then when I look at the 49ers, play the football, that's got you here. Run the ball, establish CMC, spread the ball around, dink and dump it, create mismatches with Kittle. Can't wait to preview this one. I preview this on Thursday, David. So the Philadelphia Eagles, they come in with the most sacks in the National Football League last during the regular season at 70. That's 15 more than any other team in the National Football League. And I don't know, maybe that's just because of the division that they play in, you know, with the Washington Commanders kind of holding the ball and Daniel Jones kind of holding the ball a lot. But this is a team that generates pass rush. But they this offensive staff that the, that the – that San Francisco 49ers have unveiled here. And, yeah, this is Kyle Shanahan's best coaching job, I think, by far. Like, the fact that he's been able to take a Mr. Irrelevant into the NFC Championship game like this is really something special. And the other crazy thing is, like, I, I know this is, like, a future conversation thing. Like, the San Francisco 49ers have gone to back-to-back NFC Championships, regardless of the outcome of this game. Not with not the guy they took second overall and traded up and traded a bunch of future assets for mm-hmm. future assets for and like what are they gonna like it, like what are they gonna what are they gonna do with like big picture future wise like the guy that they drafted second overall the guy who was supposed to be the quote unquote future of the franchise has not has not been healthy or good um, and the guys that they thought would be trade pieces and basically something they had no imagined that would be relevant this season are taking them to the NFC Championship game two years in a row. Um, 
I think that's going to be an interesting conversation, especially if Brock Purdy wins this game. Like, how how do you how do you take the football out of his hands? How do how do you how do you go back to Trey Lance or Jimmy Garoppolo in the offseason? What do you do? Yeah, that's very true. So I think that's going to be a very interesting storyline to watch during yeah. the offseason. What direction do the 49ers go in? Um, like I, I don't I don't imagine Jimmy Garoppolo will be, will be back, but like if. Brock Purdy takes you to the Super Bowl. I, I haven't announced if that's my pick or not, no. But like, I just can't imagine you're going to be like, Brock Purdy, I know you took us to the Super Bowl, uh, but we took Trey Lance number two overall. We have to kind of ride this. We have to kind of roll with it. Right. I don't know what they're I, – I, honestly, I don't know what they're going to do. And uh, this is also a fun matchup. Brock Purdy and Jalen Hurts actually locked up, I think, in the – was it the Big 12 uh, – Big, Big 12 championship game? No, um, they play – I know Iowa State played um played Oklahoma. Oklahoma and that was a shootout that ball was flying up yeah. and down the field that day I remember that uh, I, I do not expect this to be a high scoring game I think both these defense are going to get after it um but I think there are I think there are weaknesses on both this side I mean we mentioned it with the Philadelphia Eagles they've struggled to stop the run uh not so much against the Giants but the Giants had to abandon the run so early it became irrelevant um and San Francisco they can be had in the passing game I know they've made a lot of plays uh, against the Dallas Cowboys in that game. Um, but I also think that just goes back to coaching. I think Kyle Shannon just way out coached Mike McCarthy in that game. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't know. I don't, I honestly, I think this is like a coin flip game. I don't really know who's going to win, but I, I will take San Francisco. I think the momentum that they're on, they've won 13 games in a row. Uh, and Brock Purdy is basically playing with house money. I mean, if you, if you end up losing this game, like there's pressure, there's so little pressure on Brock Purdy. I don't know if you feel that if you feel that the same way, but like whatever he does is going to be extremely, is going to be rewarded and accomplished. I mean, he's already accomplished way more than anybody ever thought he could as the starting quarterback of San Francisco 49ers this season. Uh, and I think that house money, that confident, that swagger you play with when you have literally nothing to lose, is something that he's been riding. Remember what I said, David, yesterday? Who the 49ers remind me of? 04 Pittsburgh Steelers. It's literally yeah. the same type type of setup. Those Steelers, young Ben Roethlisberger, he didn't lose any games. Got them to the AFC Championship, and then you look at you look at Brock Purdy hasn't lost a game. He's been rolling, and he has them in the NFC Championship. Yeah, with that being said, yeah, I'm going to actually take the San Francisco 49ers to pull this victory off. Uh, they go into Lincoln Financial Field and they pull off the upset. Um, San Francisco wins, and they represent the NFC in the Super Bowl, in my opinion. This is what I knew. Like I said, this is what I knew it was going to come down to. You know, I look at San Fran, man. This is also going to be a fun matchup to watch. Nick Bosa against Lane Johnson. Two of the best going at it. That's going to be a dogfight all game long. I think it'd be even more interesting if Jason Kelsey and Lane Johnson were, were both dealing with some sort of injury right now. Like I kind of wish they were both healthy, but you know, it is what it is. Nobody's healthy at this time in the national football league. You got to kind of roll with what you got. Um, with that being said, yeah, I'm going to take San Francisco to win this game and I have them representing the NFC in the Super Bowl. So when do your articles come up for, uh, as you preview and predict uh, both these games on daily blitz.blog? The NFC championship preview is Thursday and the AFC championship preview is Friday. Yeah, so keep an eye out for that content from the Daily Blitz.blog. Uh, I've been David Huppin right there. It's Mr. Christian Simpson from the Daily Blitz.blog, obviously. And Christian, what do we do here at the Prime, my friend? We do shameless plugs, and we bring <laughs> the heat, baby. 
Yes, sir. We bring it. Yeah, shameless heat, shameless plug, and we bring the heat here at Prime Sports World. Uh, it is 28 degrees, and we are supposed to get a blizzard here overnight. Uh, I am not looking forward to that at all. Uh, welcome to the show, CEO of Prime Sports World, Mr. Israel Rivera. Uh, real quick before we wrap on, up, real quick before we wrap, uh, give me your picks for both games, and then we'll jump into our Houston Texan preview. Oh, yeah. No, both games, I already said it. I think the Eagles, I think uh, Brock Purdy's um, magic is going to run out um, in Philadelphia. Um, but I think it'll be a very close game. Um, they do a lot of similar things. I just think the Eagles um, – I just I just think the Eagles are going to get after Brock Purdy defensively. And then on the other side, uh, Patrick Mahomes' uh, high ankle sprain really bothers me a little bit. Um, so, you know, he tweaks that. I mean, he'll be 75% probably by the time – um, he, you know, is ready to start. Uh, so I got the Bengals, uh, you know, winning that game against the Chiefs. I think we'll see Chad Henney at some point, and that just won't be enough to beat the Joe Burrow-led Bengals. Uh, and in case you're curious, uh, TJ is also taking the Eagles, and he's taking the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, basically for the same reasons that TJ just talked about. Uh, but uh, we'll see what Christian ends up taking. I actually took I took Cincinnati. I took San Fran. I think Brock Curdy keeps this rolling, dude. <laughs> I think for sure. <laughs> we'll see. You think um, you think Brock Purdy keeps rolling? And you know what's crazy, David? Sorry before we wrap this up. These guys had an electric matchup in college, uh, yeah. Christian. If you don't remember when yeah. uh, Brock Purdy was at Iowa State and uh, Jalen Hurts was at Oklahoma, yeah, uh, it came combined, down. They combined for eleven touchdowns in that game. Is the, it, is it can't, the I it, think is the I think man that was the year when I met you. I think we were talking about that through the Facebook Messenger about these guys. Yeah. Clicking the ball up and down the field. I don't know if we'll see much of that on Sunday because they both have defenses that can back them mm -hmm. up. But man, I can't tell you how proud I am of both these guys, especially Brock, because you know, last pick of the draft, everybody's saying he's Mr. Irrelevant. But man, the guy has just continued to win football games left and right. Yeah, and for a guy, and for a guy that you know, when he went to go visit Alabama, Nick Saban told him, "You're your average. You got average height. You got an average arm strength. You're a so so football player. I don't know if I want you. I don't know if I can offer you a scholarship." Uh, and he's been proving guys wrong ever since. So, you know, very combined, proud of that uh, com guy. Combined for eleven touchdowns in that game. So kudos to them. Um, and either way, I think we're in for an exciting NFC Championship and AFC Championship game. Um, but yeah, that's uh, been our our conference championship previews uh we're gonna be jumping into the houston texas preview here shortly uh keep an eye out for that content and izzy what we do hit the prime my friend ladies and gentlemen we bring the heat let's go only let's way go <laughs> we'll see you guys all later y'all have a good night peace out yep